1: Pumpe. Pumpe.
3: Pumpe. 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 You, you are listening up. live. We'll do it live! Well,
1: yes. uh, that is, unless you're not listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast Cast. It is Wednesday, May 5th, 2021. I'm your host, I'm Travis Bryant. Joining me in just a moment will be Cameron Hawkins, co-host extraordinaire. Uh, in the meantime, let me go ahead and give out all the pertinent contact information. This here is an interactive show, so please reach out and connect to us in one for all of the following ways. If you want to have your voice heard on this show, there are two ways of going about that. First way, hit us up. Call us on the Constellation line, and Cam and myself will talk to you live on air tonight. Uh, hit the Constellation lines at 347-202-0103. Once again, give us a call live tonight at 347 3 If you want your voice heard, but you can't call or can't call live, the other way to go about that, ooh, matter of fact, we just got a voicemail. You're going to have to download that on the on the sneak tip. Uh, find the, our voicemail at 415-787-5229. Once again, that's 415 415- seven eight seven five two two nine for the voicemail line voicemail gives you three unadulterated minutes to ask your questions pose your comments uh, yell yell about this week in pro wrestling or, or whatever is on your mind actually that does not have to be limited to wrestling so once again voicemail is four one five seven eight seven five two two nine you can uh, always drop us an email as well find us on the email at East Coast audio show at gmail.com east coast audio show at gmail.com let us know in the subject of your email whether vip or non-vip so we know which segment of the show to read your email in you can also get at us on twitter find the show on twitter at east coast twitter.com east coast you can find my personal twitter at travelord and you can find Cam at Seahawk, at C E E Hawk. And the last bastion of Get adage, find us on Facebook. The Facebook fan page can be found at facebook.com/slash PW Torch East Coast Cast, or just search East Coast Cast or PW Torch, and you'll see us among the Torch fan pages. Go ahead, give us a like, share us on your timeline, tag your wrestling buddies in it, get the conversation going. That way, y'all know how it works. By now, all right. Let's get this show started. Let's talk to Cam. Let's bring him on. Cam, what up? What's going on, man? You uh, got brought into the principal's office today, huh? Just for doing your job. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: Kids are dumb. Look like, what, what kind kids. of thing? kids are dumb. Kids like it dumb. Is, it's. I'm, I'm 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 really really upset, and it's like. The reason that I'm upset is because everybody's like, This is why you have you know, this is why you have email and this is why you cover your tracks. I'm like, No, like guys, you're missing the point though. There are no tracks to cover. This was a simple question that a kid goofed on. Like, that's what it is. And like, if it makes me look like I don't know like I'm I don't know how to do my job, that's fine. But if, if it if it's actually just like that kid didn't think about what I said, then, like, I, I don't, I have trouble processing that as an error that I made. Like, why would I tell you to take a class that doesn't exist? That, that's, that, that's, like, my long and short of it. It's just silliness. Like. So, yeah, So and, and the thing is, like, we didn't even get to talk about it today, so now I've got to talk about it tomorrow, so now, you know, at least now I get to drink some, and so maybe yeah. I'll go into it with a bit of a better temperament.
0: All mm-hmm. right.
4: Uh, kid, kids are
1: dumb. I think that's the uh, all the sentiment you need uh, these days or any of the, any of the days. <laughs> uh, but children are are the future. Got to teach them well. Lead mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the way. All right, let's um, let's talk about some wrestling. What's happening? What's happened in the last week? We're talking about at the top. Chris Statland is fake ass shoes. But she knows they were fake. She bought them on eBay for like ninety bucks. She didn't show up on or post it and say, "Look at
4: my authentic, uh, you know, Back to the Futures." I'm not blaming Chris Batlander for having fake ass shoes. <laughs>
0: oh.
4: Yeah, I think I'm, I'm blaming really? Twitter for like, yeah, it's. I hate wrestling Twitter. I hate wrestling Twitter. Without wrestling Twitter. Would my Twitter be my Twitter? Absolutely not. However, mm. I hate wrestling Twitter because... Mainly because they're not black, I guess. Oh, boy, this show is off to a start. Because, like... Boy. Where we're from... And I say where we're from, Travis. I, I don't want to uh, say that my experience is your experience. Like, like, people are not a monolith. However, where I'm from... You show up to the lunchroom with some fake ass shoes. We're gonna talk about the fake ass shoes. It doesn't mean we don't like you. It doesn't mean we think less of you. You just happen to be wearing some fake ass shoes. This is some just it. Obviously fake ass shoes. Some clearly fake ass shoes.
1: Like And some not even like good fake Like the one thing you could say about the the Young Bucks a couple weeks ago when they had their Diors quote-unquote, Dior's on, is like, well, at least from afar, even from a nice little glance of clothes, it, you know, they look pretty decent and look like the real Somebody deal. Somebody has
4: to do some research. Unless Somebody you know, like, like where
1: the where where swoosh sign, centimeters, conju- you know, in conjunction to the soul, if you want to get into it all that deep, sure.
4: But she didn't even have, like, a good figure. yeah. They didn't have the swoosh on them. They didn't have a swoosh. It had, like, some... Really clunky looking Infinity Stones, like
3: embedded in the back. I, I don't know what
1: was going on with them Because I was looking at them, like, like, are oh. those supposed to be something special? And I was like, oh, they're not. They She's are at not the Marty of
4: twenty fifteen. Oh shit! And yeah. and like, and I'm well, not man. even
1: a sneaker guy or fashion person. I just,
4: you know, you and, know, and know no, what things look point. like. So this <laughs> is why I can't stand wrestling Twitter at this point, mm-hmm. right? Because it it's. Granted, it's a it's actually a diverse community, which ain't the worst thing, but it's a place where you make a joke or an observation and everybody has something to say. I like it better when everybody couldn't say something. Like, somehow it turned into, boy, WWE stands are running out of things to talk about. Huh? Well, we've talked about
1: that before. How one day you'll be an AEW Mark, The next day you're a fanboy for Vince. There's uh, no consistency there. That, that, that's Twitter and social media. But the, I, the there, fact that they take it so personally, like, like you yeah. think you, you know, smack Chris Statlander's mom in, in in front of
4: God and everybody. Else. Like, what's yeah, and I was like, well, fair. And the thing about that, that is like, you um. You know, I, I know, Trav, like, to are times ad- where you are dialed into AEW, mm-hmm. and when you're not. But, like, I'm one of the biggest advocates of, like, man, Statlander's back. This is great. Or mm-hmm. even when she got hurt, man, it's really a blow to the division. She's a unique character and has a great look and, and all that stuff. Like, it has nothing to do with nobody saying anything bad about Chris Statlander. She just happened to have on some fake-ass shoes. It's the entirety of it. That's the whole thing. And, and the craziest part, not the craziest part, but the part that really got me was, Man, who cares so much about some shoes? People who buy shoes. Like, that's who cares. (laughs) Like, the people
1: who... You know... I don't understand in this era of social media saturation and niche everything, right? Like, well, okay, I don't like this thing, but I know a million damn people around the country or world will you know, slash my tires if I say something bad about it, right? Like it's How the thing or the ugly thing, thing or the whatever. But it's like everybody likes something. What do you mean nobody care about no shoes or who cares about shoes? People that like things that you don't fucking like. If or, you follow 100 or, or, people. Simple, simpler, people that's trying to fucking fire off some jokes on Twitter.
4: Yes. Yeah. And, again, nobody said a, a bad word about it. Because why would they? She didn't. Like, there's nothing bad about what happened. You just happened to have on some fake-ass shoes. That's it. That's the <laughs> whole on thing. on TV in front of everybody. Yeah, you just happened oh, well, to be on no, no, here. No, no, no. What did she do? Shit.
1: She posted them on Twitter. Right? She posted
4: them on Twitter. Yeah, she didn't wear them, Or maybe she did,
1: but nobody noticed until she posted
4: yeah, the Yeah, you, you just out here in some bullshit. And it's cool. Like, and I even said, like, before she said, like, Like, I know they're fake. I got them for $100, I thought they looked cool. I even said, like, she might not give a fuck that them shoes came with a pulled pork sandwich. Like, she might not care. (laughs) And that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But but actual wrestling, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Fake-ass shoes. Um, Ooh, I want to be fair to everybody, so I'll flip it up a little bit. Um, Yeah. Blood and Guts is tonight. Um, oh, it is. Yeah, Blood and Guts, man. I don't think I've talked enough about how it's cool to me that AEW uh, brands their weekly shows sometimes a la Clash of the Champions. I think that's cool, that they do have special TV. Um, I think it's something that WWE could look into more than just Flashback Friday, like Raw, Raw Legends Day,
1: or whatever. Fuck yeah!
4: yeah. Like I understand their pay per view model is different, but like it could just it's a way to freshen up a show. Not so much I'm bringing these people back, but boy, there is a big main event that's advertised week, weeks in advance on our quote unquote free TV that we think people will get excited about. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hyped to see it, man. I think that. Um, you know, they've done a really good job building MJF against Chris Jericho. Like they really have smashed it. I think that you're getting and he's been good and consistent, but you're getting some of Jericho's best promo work since being in AEW. Um I think there are definitely parallels between those two. Um undersized but charismatic, can get in there and work with anybody. Absolutely has control of the crowd, like there are – definitely like, and, and, you know, like I think that Jericho working with somebody that young speaks to what he thinks of him because Jericho can pretty much work with who he wants to. Um, so I think that that's going to be a really, a really good match. I'm pretty excited to see it. Um, it's a, what, four on four? And four? Uh, is it the team on team? He, I think it's five it? on five. So who is it? Five, okay, yeah. Yeah, MJF but is there
1: a, I assume because it's on blood and guts there's like a no DQ stiff or some kind of Yeah, it's 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 something. War Games. It's War Games. Are you doing the double cage in the whole thing?
4: Yes. I don't know if it's going to be two cages, but yes, it's War Games. It's no, no. Okay. It's uh, MJF's team has the advantage. Um, and it's, you know, oh, submission war games. or Yeah. Yeah. Submission or uh, I don't even know if it's a pin. I think it might just be a submission or getting knocked out, like the way that they're phrasing it. Um, but yeah, so that that's that's a big one. Um, and again, I think that the I think it's it's pretty damn cool, like the way that they have presented this. So yeah, let's see what we got.
1: Is uh, now I know Sheeta defended against. Uh, Take T- Conti a couple a week or two ago. I saw that match. Did they have anything for her
4: on Blood and Guts?
1: I can't imagine two weeks later they.
4: come back. I think they have it. they have a few big matches. Um, off top of my head, um, I kind of forget the card, but they were even talking about them. Um, kind of pushing like the whole card. Let me take a look at it really quick. Blood and guts. I wouldn't even be mad if the entire
1: undercard. It's not a lot of a ton of big matches, and certainly don't do anything bloody and, and gutsy. I think it's, uh, it's
4: only cage match. Um, okay. So the card is uh, SCU, um, or SCU against Jurassic Express, against Varsity Blondes, against the Acclaimed, for a future tag title match. Britt Baker uh, has a match, I haven't said against who. Uh, Omega and Nakazawa against... Uh, Moxley and Kingston, Cody and Q T are going at it, and then yeah, the blood and guts. So some actual like feuds getting elevated at this point. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah actually, <clears throat> hearing hearing all of the, the matches did, because I'm not a fan particularly of doing the branded weeks. Not, okay, not in and of itself, but maybe hmm. not the way A W um, <clears throat> does it. I don't think AEW can afford to to not have to be giving away big shows on free TV. Uh okay. If fans, if AEW fans are looking forward to it, you better make like, them probably pay for this shit. Uh, but but I but I get it. You know, if you want to do it, you know, maybe two, maybe three times a year have a have a have a branded week. That's actually okay. It's just how they execute it. Uh, but I do like how that card sounds. That it's not a big deal. It's not the biggest deal undercard. It's just like, oh, it's a it's a, it's a it's a show with some decent talent, and you know, I'm sure that four way tag tag match will have a lot of chaos and have some a, a solid running time. And then you know, thirty well, shit. Well, they have to dedicate the entire last hour to uh, To the main event. If they do like the countdown and do all that shit, you can't, you can't rush through getting eight guys counted down into into the ring, or however they're, they're gonna do it, if that works. So yeah, it might be 8.05 Central and the main event is starting. I'm sure TNT will give them a little bit of leeway, but yeah, I think if you're gonna do a blood and guts or, or a, a branded, Make like that match the obvious title match, or the obvious uh, uh, match that the show is, you know, named for, that mm-hmm. should probably be the thing people show up for, and, and the undercard shouldn't take away from it. So,
4: yeah. That means
1: anything.
4: All right. So to stay with AEW, really quickly, um, they announced that Double or Nothing is going to be a Full capacity show. When? Um, I want to say, is it double, nothing in, in, in a couple of weeks? Am I making that up? I might
1: double, oh, May, yeah, yeah. I mean, if that's the Vegas show, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's. Uh, hmm. I'm not surprised. Yeah. I. I think when they looked at you look at the industry leader WWE and their big. They had a big show. Their big show, WrestleMania, 25,000 people. Why can't they do a show? You know, if they, assuming they go back to the same uh, arena that they were in in 2019, why not do, uh, you know, put
4: 12, 15,000 people in a, in a if we, if, we, if they can fill it up, I don't see why. And I think it is going to be specifically Tony Khan's quote. I expect to be at full capacity outdoors for Double or Nothing, based on what a lot of sports have done. Yeah, so they're going to go to the. uh, I mean, they couldn't fill it up, but are they going to go play at the? uh, Are they going to go to the Raiders Stadium? That would be interesting.
1: No, I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure there's outdoor. I mean, we're I mean, it's 25 years ago, but WrestleMania nine in Vegas was outside, so there's there's properties and space. But, yeah, I, I just assumed they would do it indoors. But, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Your first show, trying to do full capacity, probably a better idea to do it outside. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you think they have a chance of, do you think people will show up? Not, not, hell, hell. Are, uh, but just short notice and, you know, got to, you know, if they're going to do it by, I mean, yeah. less than a month, if you're hearing about this now. Or in the last week or so, you've got what four or six weeks to try to get to Vegas, get a ticket, or get, you know, book everything. Mm.
3: I think so. Maybe they're dependent on so. people going.
1: Oh fuck! yeah, something to do.
4: That's not exactly. You know, this is. I've been spending, sitting in the house. I ain't been spending this, this bread. Yeah. Definitely yeah. think it's going to be the case. Um, so yeah, yeah, and I, you know, you assume, you know, a few of the matches already. You know, um, the Bucks versus whoever this number one contender is. Uh, you probably have Omega and Moxley definitively. Um, MJF Jericho will probably get a one on one. Yeah, on the women's yeah. side, uh, probably Britt Baker Sheeta. Yeah, they made a big deal of Britt Baker came out and bumped her uh,
1: ranking up to the number one contender. So mm-hmm. she's been doing a decent job making that match, uh, making me wanna you know, care about that. I don't really care about Sheeta. Britt Baker's good; Sheeta's good too, but they just haven't done a ton to make me uh, super interested in her. But just having Britt Baker talk that shit about her, her, uh, her cont- her ranking the last whatever three four or five weeks just can't help but you know who's she trying to face what's she what's the important goal for her well that automatically makes she to somebody you think about and it's important so mm-hmm. yeah so
4: <clears throat> that's kind of what's going on on their end now will she um, being Omega though no 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 of course not no 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 that's that's Page eventually, I think. Um, yeah, he couldn't kick
1: that into it, it Was but Adam? Or he's been bullshitting around with the Dark Order, and that was, and that's after being like a depressed drunk for a couple of months. Now he's hanging out with the Dark Order. That's not exactly a main event, you know, championship trajectory. Cowboy shit. I remember that I mean, he was the hottest
4: thing going in AEW for a bit.
0: And then uh,
4: yeah, I mean he's I mean he was the number one contender. They they had Cage beat him kinda clean. Um so you assume they're gonna have a bit of a program. Yeah, they, they had they him come out and jump him before the match and so uh he was already working on uh Paige's back and then beat him bell to bell clean. And Paige being the number one contender, so They're probably going to have them go at it for a while. I think Paige will come out on top eventually. Yeah. um, So, on the other side, um, WWE, how about uh, Roman Reigns getting Daniel Bryan the fuck up out of here? Yeah. What an
1: interesting turn of events. Not the finish of the match or the results, per se, but the contract situation, we just assumed, <laughs> oh, well, yeah, there's an opportunity NXT. for Brian to go to NXT and apply his trade down there, for some guys over, get them on a track, a main, main roster track, I, I, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then you find out, nope, his contract's up, and it was it was an old school loser-leaves town kind of thing. Like one guy's contract's up, and they do the loser-leaves town stuff. That's exactly hey, you know what? what? We 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 got a voicemail from Boris on this exact topic. So let's see what he has to say, and we'll uh, talk about it on the other side.
2: Hey, Travis, Cam, this is Boris from Chicago. If I don't get on the show today, breaking news: they said Daniel Bryan's contract has expired. So what do you think? Is this true? Cuz we they said that his his uh, contract
1: wasn't up until somewhere after October. But today they just said that his contract has expired. I mean, yeah, Boris, I have to assume it's true. Uh, I don't think that's the kind of thing you 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 phony up. And, mislead people that way so to what end um, i don't know how this is how this slipped by to people that pay attention to this kind of thing yeah or or did it not and we just didn't uh, i i i get the feeling everybody was kind of caught off guard all your your know-it-alls and insider types and and everybody in, yeah. in between probably some wrestlers too i'm sure daniel bryan's not going around backstage like Yeah, my contract's up in a couple weeks. Or, you know, usually something people keep to themselves until it gets reported on somehow. But Mm -hmm. yeah, Uh, is this a is this Ryan and WWE just being tight-lipped and just kind of you know minding their business and reporters and folks that are usually up on these types of things just drop the ball all the way around.
4: Yeah, I feel like everybody was saying the same thing. Like, that was just, just the case. My man's stuff just ran out. So I'm inclined to think that that's just the case. You know? Um, I, I don't know what the big surprise would be on the other end. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what... Oh, no, he's actually hasn't run out, and now he pops up on NXT. No, I could have just put him on NXT if that was the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think Yeah, um, so I think that's the case, man. I think that what I'm hearing is that you know, he wants more money, less dates. And he feels like, you know, that's probably the position he's earned at this point. And then, you know, he's working with stuff backstage. So, yeah, I just think that he's going to, you know, his role is just going to adjust. That's what I think is going to happen.
1: Ooh. More money, less dates. I mean, don't, don't we all? Uh, for sure, for sure. Does is, is 2021 Brian get more money, less dates? Is he worth giving more money, less dates to I think
4: that they know that he could go, you know, elsewhere and it have a real effect. Mm. Um, I, I think, you know, um, and, and I'm not, this is not me advocating or fantasy booking um, Daniel Bryan, but I'm just saying, like, you know, he could go to AEW and there's the the same people who have been hoping and praying for CM Punk to show up in AEW would have the same kind of excitement and financial investment in Daniel Bryan showing up there and Brian Danielson showing up there. Yeah. You know how bad they want American Dragon AEW merch? <laughs> they would go crazy. Um, yeah. And then, you know, there, there's somebody who's in Photoshop.
1: Brian isn't over there. I'm. I'm asking for a decent amount. Of, however, it works. I don't know how the language of these things works. Uh, works, but I want creative control. I want, yeah, I want veto power at, at least. I don't. Maybe I can't come up in here saying this is what I'm going to do. I'm doing this. I'm working with this guy. This is what the fuck but I'm I want to have the power to tell you what I'm not going to fucking do. Exactly. So <laughs> this is what the fuck we hopefully, have. yeah, hopefully. uh He's, um, and I'm sure he is who's smart enough to, to, to see how they're run, how they do things. And unless he just wants to go there and be silly and, and, and be WWE light, but I don't think he wants to be WWE light. He'd stay and do WWE shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think he has no problem staying with WWE if they give him more he wants.
4: Yeah. Ain't no beef over there. Um, that we know of. But yeah, no, somebody's in right. Photoshop right now doing the American Dragon versus the American Nightmare pay per view setup. Somebody's made up, that already.
1: First off, yo, know, I was fuck out of here, Cody. No, no, no. <laughs> no, don't try to put Glom on and try to get the hot guy coming coming over.
4: Oh man. Fuck out
1: of here. You are no.
4: That's why he I worked with you right now. He's like, it like,
1: It's that Vince McMahon wasn't wasn't wrong. We we yeah. we have our opinions, and, uh, and a lot of it is based in thing in, in solid facts and history uh, about Vince McMahon. But
2: I don't Cody's think he was just wrong
4: fine him fucking. Yeah. Cody is numbers. just fine, and and just fine is about where where he's gonna be, and that's, and that's cool. But yes, he's just fine.
1: Yeah. Who who would you like to see him uh see Brian work with over there? Oh gosh. Uh I mean imagine his first three could you imagine his first three feuds in AEW are Cody, um Christian Cage and Dean Ambrose. Or and, and mockley
4: <laughs> Oh gosh. You know. Man. That's what they would do. Let, let Sean Figures go over. Any, but no, any? Uh, Sam. Oh. Sam. probably Sam. Phoenix. Um, I still I, I don't know if we ever got to see him and Park, but I want to see that. Um, and who else? Who else? Who else? Uh, just to put a name out there, um, him and Orange Cassidy would be really interesting. I think that would be fun. Uh, but. uh, Phoenix, Penta, Pac. Uh, I, I'd be interested to see what him and Darby Allen do, because I feel like he'd twist Darby Allen up. <laughs> and Darby Allen would let him. He'd twist that man up like a pretzel, man. Can I tell um, you who I'd
1: be really interested in seeing him face? If he okay. went over there, maybe not at first, or in, in his first uh, 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 feud or, or three, but if he healed on on uh, uh, Jack Perry, uh, Jack Perry, his name Jack. Yes. If he healed he on not Jungle, like Boy. With Jungle Boy. No, 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 no. I like him. I think he's. No, I say he's not like Jungle Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, like just could you imagine? He's just he's the Miz in 2010 to brought to Jungle Who Boy. What do you fucking want? This guy's not going to make me, you know, in Brian's own way, yeah. but I would, I would like to, yeah. Like, if that, I think that would be a way of three months later, Jumble Boy is a top guy in the company. If he feuded yeah. with and successfully or unsuccessfully uh, feuded with Brian for a few months. And Brian just put him through the paces, sort
4: of like kind of how Swerve's doing with Leon Ruff. Yo, maybe, maybe, Swerve know. and Ruff went crazy. Yeah, they did. Swerve and Ruff went. What a match! That was fantastic. And now, like Swerve has a crew that they've like introduced on TV. Like, yeah, that was yeah. Yeah, yeah. who's uh, who's the woman with the blonde braids? Yeah, yeah, she's pretty tough. Um, yeah, yeah, but no, they and and then of course you got all the matchups in in your New Japan, you got, he's talked about wanting Gresham and ROH, and so, like, even as a one-off, that would be crazy. Mm. But, yeah, I feel like he's gonna go to the crib for a while, you know, kick it with the baby, see what Birdie got going on.
1: What if he did just do a little bit of a tour and, you know, like, while y'all thinking about it, I'm gonna go wrestle Gresham here, I'm gonna go over to Japan for a couple weekends and chase this guy. And uh, y'all come back to me. Dr. Like, Bruce was like, I want to see Brian and DDT. Like, okay. I, I, <laughs> like, I'm sure there's <laughs> right. some, like, you know, good matchups over there, but everybody will. I don't have to download some weird Japanese wrestling app or go to some <laughs> odd website to try to see that match. DDT. But yeah, uh, there's it's like any time when anybody of note, anybody that's good, anybody that can go uh, gets released or a contract expires. It's Yeah, this is like the best time. Kind of, okay, I want to see him wrestle this guy or a fee with this guy. Yeah. So until they make something definitive or until there's a... Uh, I don't think Brian's going away. I think he clearly wants to wrestle.
0: Yeah.
1: So I think ROH or somebody, they better be working overtime to to make to make it work to make it work as well and if in the, even if that's okay you want to wrestle Gresham you got him and you'll work the program how you want at your pace we trust you as we should and let's make some money let's get some people to watch our show <laughs> that yeah. would be cool absolutely and WWE shouldn't even be mad it's not like and when he comes back he should get pushed like they push him if he resigns Don't be bitter. you exactly. know. All right. anything else worth uh talking about oh what about the match itself roman roman brian uh, about the finish and, and and the results yeah i mean roman is, did he go out did, did did brian go out if that's his last match in w w e yeah that, I, think, uh, I think
4: you know that's that's doing the job right there, boy you just out you got you got choked out um got choked out and then made way for Cesaro, who you've been working with all mm-hmm. uh, you know, decent part of the winter and spring. Oh uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's the way to go, you know. Um make make Roman look good. Make Roman look like, you know, dominant champion. Um that you you absolutely were hanging with and he just got the best of you at the end, you know? Um yeah, yeah, I, mean, I think that was the way to go about it, man. I think that's it's old school, you know, um, what you do when you leave the territory. And I think Ryan, uh, for somebody with as much pride as he has in his craft, I think it's probably the way he would have wanted it.
1: Yeah, yeah, that, that gives me some confidence that they're not going to be bitter bitches if he doesn't come right back or he does some stuff and then comes back you know, eight months from now for wrestle, you know, prepare for a WrestleMania run, I would not be mad mm-hmm. at Ryan. You know, they should be like, hey, look at that, we got a commodity back for right in time for WrestleMania, you know, Rumble and WrestleMania season. Mm-hmm. Look how things work. Um, but this is WWE, so you know, you never he, know. He might be he might be when he comes back at Survivor Series, they might have they might have him uh, pop out of an egg or some shit. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, all right let's uh let's talk to some people three four seven two oh two oh one oh three that is the number two calls to talk to cam and me live tonight uh remember to press one on your uh on your keypad to put your hand up let us know you want to get on air you know let's follow up on uh on his voicemail and uh to Chicago and talk to Boris. Uh Boris, did you get uh adequate answers and responses to your voicemail? What well, no. Absolutely. Okay. And I think like I I hope this is true because he said he want to still work for them, but he wants that contract where he can wrestle other places. You know cuz you got what well, this?
2: That ain't going to happen. Like, well, we know.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's That's like to ask more. in a negotiation, like you ask for more. You know, you ask for something that you know you're not gonna get, and that way you get something else that you will really want later, maybe. That, <laughs> but I did go on the idea going to fence like, yeah, I want to work for you. And, I mean, they didn't let Brock Lesnar do shit like that. Come on. So, yeah, <laughs> that ain't any, any, any follow-ups besides? Uh, oh, you know what? Who do you want to see him if he goes? If Brian goes to AEW uh, or wherever, who do you want to see him facing AEW, DDT, fucking whatever? No- well, Nick Aldis, of course. You know, got that NWA belt Uh-oh. waiting over there. Oh shit! Okay. I did not even think about that. I mean, that's. I, I think I don't think Brian would. There's no connection to NWA. There's no connection to Nick Aldis. I don't think. Uh, besides, you know, any real but it should be talked about. It should be they are an option and if that was if he wanted to do a, a Cody, you know, twenty eighteen or whatever it was, Cody did his list and he went off his the box. score. Yeah. If that's something he wants to do, like, hey, I wanna be on one of those N W A pay per views and, and wrestle for that title then I can't see NWA going, no. But I just, I don't think we could. I just can't imagine that that would be on his list. But I could be completely wrong because, Nick, all this is, you know, a standard bearer for that company and, you know, just his whole look and gimmick, you know, being a you know, track champion. You know, why not have Brian show up and do some, yeah, Brian said, took it on himself. said, you know what? I, I'm going to I'm going to create interest in all of the other wrestlings.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool work. I mean, make that list like Cody did.
1: Yeah, I mean, he would would be off. like an altruistic thing for him to do. It like, you know what? Let's go ahead Put put all these companies on on
4: on people's radar. Everybody so, wants to see. Uh, Daniel Bryan versus AJ Gray. That would be nuts. It <laughs> would be insane. But like you got Lee Moriarty out there, that would be a a fantastic match. Uh, Leo Rush in MLW. Um, yeah, there's stuff out there, man. What's, What's the MLW
1: WWE there? connection? What
4: the Triple H announce? Uh, uh, that they're going to work with more companies. Um, I thought they the, want to be recognized. MLW? Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, but that was the, the the thing about MLW is that they want to, uh, you know, be looked at as a place that has more, that's willing to work with more companies, and MLW uh, is is who they're partnering with. They haven't announced specifics, I don't think, about exactly what that's going to entail, but yeah. Is it going to kind
1: of, are we assuming it might be like what their relationship with Evolve was uh, a few that's years what ago,
4: at the beginning of that? All right. Bring some guys in. Um, let some of our guys work, you know, your pay per views. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Hmm. Um, I wonder, I wonder nope. if in,
1: in any in any shape or at any level is WWE going. It's probably best if other wrestling thrives. Yeah, in some form or fashion. Like, okay, <clears throat> we don't want them to be on our level, and I'm sure you know we'll you know stomp them if they try to you know, we want to, we'll want try to stomp AEW, you know, and then our closest national competitor, but when did they realize, there should be, you know, like, we need places to cultivate talent. And I think this is something AEW needs to fucking get on the ball with. They need a developmental system yesterday.
4: Because they just got 92 niggas on, on they, wrestling Three days a week, yeah. that shit is crazy.
1: Yeah, they've got a bunch of a bunch of talent, but they're all indie talent, they're all not all, but they're all you know three quarters of them are just fresh off some fucking mud show where that, that fifty people showed up to, and now they're on national TV or on national YouTube, wherever you want to yeah. Like their looks, their gimmicks, they're, they're, they just, you know, got a bunch of 22 year olds that just don't know who they are yet. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think they, AEW needs to really, really hit the uh, developmental stuff hard and soon. It's like a full on, we're affiliated, got their logo hanging up in our school. So, you know, just like how o-, o B W and H W A and all those developmental territories uh, was for WWE over the last twenty years. So, anything else for us, Boris? So, Andrade is calling out Kenny Omega from Triple
2: H. Triple A. Is that is that is that going to happen or? Why not?
1: Yeah, I heard that
2: I'm, was going to happen. Oh, cool. I'm liking the yeah. buzz that. All of a sudden, you know, it went from just, you know, Impact to Triple H, New Japan. I'm waiting on who else going to call them out, you know. And like I said, with, with these call-outs, can we pretty much get this started? Because it's pretty cool that it's just it's snowballing. And I'm hoping that this is something Daniel Bryan want to be a part of because you're you know, you at WWE, but you're you seeing something that you want to do yourself. You know what I'm saying?
4: Mm -hmm. I don't think we ever got Brian Andrade. No, nope, nope. Mm -mm. I'd like to see it.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Brian went down to Mexico,
1: and uh, yeah, that'd be a part of his uh, his world tour.
2: Oh, yeah, one more thing, guys. Did y'all see that new trailer, that Marvel dropped about going back to the movies?
4: Yes. Ooh. Fantastic Four on deck. They already got these from Eternals. Yeah, man. Um, I saw. The, I did see the stills of uh, Kamala Khan. Like they. Yeah, they got. They in their bag right now, man. No doubt. Marvel just wiping the floor with DC.
2: Yeah, it's, it's really DC not DC
4: even.
2: Today. A, it's like, not even who.
4: Contest, who is DC made a star? Like maybe Gal Gadot?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
4: like, right. Yeah. I mean they got a
1: bunch of established folks I means uh, I, yeah. I, I, mean, I guess well if you go back to um the the O five Superman, he he wasn't big until he did that one. Superman Returns, I well, guess.
4: In in, in fairness. Um, they did take a risk on him, but he didn't... I, I still wouldn't say he's big. I think he's really good. I think Brandon Routh is good, but, like...
1: He's awesome. He's really... He, he's fucking... Uh, not
4: Omni-Man, or whatever he was Adam.
1: in the... In the uh,
4: yeah, he's the Adam. And he also, uh, right. in the Crisis, he played himself. Like, he played that Superman again, which is kind of cool. <laughs>
2: um,
4: but, yeah, I mean, they, Brandon Routh is somebody they went with, but, like, Brandon Routh, I think the oh, biggest thing right. like after kid. that was a Jackie kid. Miriam Make-A-Porno. Like, that's, yeah. But, um, yeah, Marvel's done this thing where, like, and they, granted, they had people who were in other things, and they have, like, brought in, like, big stars, but, like, they made, like, you know, Chris Hemsworth, just out of nowhere. Like, that's probably their big... Uh, they're big and calls. that wasn't exactly some number overnight
1: thing. It's not even. I mean, even after Thor two, uh, it wasn't in, it, his own solo stuff. It wasn't until Thor three and too. and uh, and then the one when and then the in Endgame when he got to show some personality, not just being muscled mm-hmm. up, you know, thunder god, whatever. He got to show some personality in Ragnarok, and then and then it's Fat Thor in the Endgame. That just, I think, in it itself, blew him up uh, uh, more than anything. Did you see the honest trailer of Falcon and Winter Soldier? I'm not sure what, what show? Falcon, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. They did a honest, honest trailers. Whatever the, their gimmick is. Um,
4: oh, nigger bird and PTSD man. <laughs> 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 oh.
1: Uh yeah, Nigger Bird and PTSD Man. That's right. That. Um <laughs> at the end of the, at the end of episode six they don't put Cap and Falcon or a Cap in Bucky, they put <laughs>
0: Nigger Bird. Do
1: you need to hack Disney Plus and put that in and get that in there. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, they they well they made a point of of like, we took you know, the thing Marvel does. Take third rate comics. And comic characters and 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 uh, platform or I uh, can't think of what I'm saying and turn it into big deal and Falcon in Winter Soldier is like you know because the show just aired but they're like the biggest deals in the MCU right now mm-hmm. yeah yeah I don't think um, even with Seven seasons of Flash and, and and all the seasons they did of Arrow and, and Supergirl and the various they still never never hit a cultural kind of Venus to fucking they could, you know, shit something out and it would probably have some redeeming qualities that we could all go, Hey, well, you know that part about the that corn kernel in the shit is actually really good. You know, they would yeah, Marvel really is in a can't-miss... They've can't been really can't-miss for the last five or six years. uh uh-huh. I mean, they've been can't-miss since the beginning, but just, you know, just cranking up. Fucking hits. Yeah. And DC. Yeah, not to... I mean, it's really no comparison, but yeah, DC can spend all the money they do, overproduce their shits, have Ben Affleck as Batman, and... Not even come close to the to the conversation or level of interaction <laughs> that you know, the worst MCU movie or show does. Yeah. It's really not fair. So all right Boris, good talking to you, man. All right. Uh Nick Bird and PTSD man. Let's go to Newark and talk to Kylie. Kylie, what's on your wow. mind?
3: Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? I
1: think we're doing okay. All
3: right, no, to you mind? Great. Um, before, before we kick off here, I, have, I would, I would just like to mention that AEW. Will be holding their double or nothing pay per view at
4: Daly's place on Oh, oh. that's Makes uh, sense. <laughs> they do have this big building that they own. <laughs> that is um, awesome. That oh, not going to be in Vegas. Yeah, that's, that, yeah. That's, uh... with
3: with with a total with a total capacity of fifty five hundred.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Okay. Yeah. Cool. They can still make I mean, it's because they pay-per-view, like, mm-hmm. and they've been making money, like, hell, they, they don't got to necessarily fill that building up. They're going to get, you know, $50 a pop. They're going to sell. Did they sell 178 last time, or am I making that up? What? No, they did.
3: Wow.
2: Are you? Yeah, that's uh, what I'm They hit one seventy
4: eight. 178. That's crazy. And yeah, it's the biggest pay per view since um the of course the last WWE pay per view. Yeah. Getting it, man. Wow. They, I, who, biggest America at least. I don't wanna speak for Japan, but yeah. 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 But keep
3: but keep in mind that was I'm pretty sure that was mostly because they had the Exploding barbed wire. Sure. I mean,
1: whatever you got to in the building. One seventy-eight. That's impressive. That is impressive. Mm. That's like all of the TNA pay-per-views combined for fifteen years. And it, then it another hundred
3: <laughs> thousand. <It is. laughs> <It is. laughs> As a matter of fact, it's, it's, more, it's more than it's more than every single TNA privilege. I wouldn't be
2: correct. Right.
4: Yeah. I mean,
1: Joe and Angle,
4: they did like $40,000, $50,000. fucking ass, dude. Like... Nomical. Nomical.
1: <laughs>
4: what? Like, like, I mean, you're right, Travis, but think about that. Joe hmm. and Angle... As hot as that match was, as good as they were coming into it, TNA is such a fucking bum ass company. In 06. If they did. Or oh, but We didn't even yeah. talk about Kenny not coming him. out with. Remember, we talked all about Kenny got to show that, up with the belts. Kenny showed up with no belts. Um, to like completely offset the idea that he won the Impact titles, so he just showed up with no belts last week. Oh. Boom.
1: What are you trying to
3: say, Kyler? Go ahead. I said that was in 2008.
1: Eight. Oh, wait, okay. Are you sweet? Angle got there in
4: 06. They waited two years
3: to do that for
4: They didn't have Joe Did They had Joe before that. <laughs> no, no, they it.
3: didn't wait two years, <laughs> but the, the specific pay-per-view you're talking about was, Lockdown, oh, down 2008. Okay. That, that, that drew the 50,000 by. Oh, okay.
1: Mm, all right. All right, so what's on your mind? What else you got? What else you
3: got? Oh, okay. So for... Peacock report this week. Mm-hmm. We, ha- we had we s- had Swerve at- added to th- the Peacock version of the WWE Network.
1: Oh, he got, he's got his own show. I guess I guess he knew that. He oh, did I Out
3: Leon no, yeah. no, no, <laughs> Swerve the, uh, the the comedy. The, am- the amateur. The amateur M- MTV punk. Yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> the the
3: the uh, the the Edge and Christian show is is also up now.
0: Okay. The the new
3: the new day's fantastic ride. Uh, new New Year's. Special from l- last year.
0: Mm, didn't even uh, know that was a thing.
3: Um, th- the wor- the world's greatest wrestling managers DVD.
1: <laughs>
3: All right, so and, the man still,
1: here. you know, not the greatest. <laughs> you know, uploads. Was the last one and
3: and for some reason every episode of Nitro from 1997
4: (laughs) is arbitrary as shit. (laughs) 1997 specifically, wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you think they put them up in like some kind of order, that, you know? Build up to drop at ninety seven, but maybe that's one of the most popular years.
4: Certainly, probably one of their, their better the years. First full year of NWO, so yeah, right. I, I, it I makes sense.
3: I, it makes sense. Uh, I I guess I guess that's how they
4: they
3: they're choosing to do it. So. But that makes
1: sense. You go, oh, okay, they're putting up the most most popular episodes of Nitro up, and they just happen to be all in mostly in '97. And it's like, oh, okay, they're, they're they're putting up shit by popularity or what by people want. But then they put up Swerved and whatever else they did the first, three or four things.
4: Edge and Christian. Yeah, I don't
1: think anybody's clamoring for for those. Yeah, it seems to be no real rhyme or reason to what goes up in any, in any given week. Not alphabetized. Not no, no,
3: they 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 clear they clearly need they clearly need me they clearly need me or or maybe the three of us together to help them. No, we do this shit. I ain't
2: right? uh, Nah, you, you got it,
3: big dog. <laughs> right? Right? I mean, that from the
1: archives. <laughs> that ain't a good time for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, no. That, yeah, that, they that, definitely that, need somebody You got with, it. Uh, you got with, it. A, with a pulse on what, what, what people want to see and what...
2: See. But they don't need... They
1: Kylan or fucking Cam or me to do that kind of shit. They got the numbers from the network and what was the most popular stream uh, episodes of whatever. So They got seven years of data and insight. All right. All right. Ask your thing. The Echo's getting on my nerves.
3: Have <laughs> you have you seen?
1: Oops. <laughs> My bad, Have you seen what?
3: Have you seen the, the first part of the Brian Pillman Dark Side of the Ring, which Vice released early? Yeah. If so, what are, what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, my I man Mike sent me the link. to YouTube they dropped the dropped it on YouTube. What two weeks out? They don't premiere until maybe next week sometime.
4: But no, I, I haven't seen it yet. I've not watched it yet either. Okay. Uh, I didn't watch that. Um, I haven't watched. I'm probably not gonna watch Macho Man from everything people are telling me. Like it's, they say it's a hit job on my man, and I'm like, nah, I'm not doing all that. It's not nothing to have Hulk Hogan talk about how y'all pieced it up when y'all didn't piece it up. So, nah, 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 nah. And I'm, I heard the
1: Piper one from some people. I heard the Piper one was super incomplete. And then, yeah, homie Mike said that shit was great. Brian Austin, I think he even tweeted, I can't wait to see the Macho Man one. He's one of my favorite, you know, my favorite wrestler of all time. So, maybe he'll, uh, next week, maybe he'll fill us in, uh, and, and maybe if he... Um, he says they're going to do such a bad job. Maybe he'll give it a shot. Maybe. But all right, let's, uh, you know what, let's get to this email. Got an email from Gibran out in Vegas. He chimes in. Sup, fellas? Two questions, or I have two questions for y'all this week. Uh, I was thinking WWE should do a YouTube-only show. Here's why I say this. So we all know they have plenty of people still training at the PC and that may or may not uh, ever make it to NXT. They got me thinking, why not do a 30-minute or hour show at the PC on YouTube? So a few men or women do uh, break through uh, and make it to NXT. We already have some idea of who they are when they show up to NXT. Also, I feel like it would give them more training on promos and in-ring uh, to work on on camera, and they can work their gimmicks. I know AEW already does this with their dark show, but they put a lot of their main roster talent on that show. Yeah, I'm going to wholeheartedly disagree for various reasons, uh, Gibran. Uh, One reason, I don't think WWE needs any more content, any more wrestling in-ring content throughout the week for me not to watch. Uh Number two, the worst thing you can do for people that aren 't ready to be on aren 't ready for prime time is to put them in fucking in front of a bunch of people and have a bunch of people on the internet in particular just tearing their shit apart. Mm-hmm. You wrestle in front of fifty hundred people at spot shows or I know that 's difficult maybe in the in in these pandemic streets but you don't get better, you, you know. You, some people might be natural, you know, paddlers or, or uh, water. What is it when you when you stay in one place uh, in the water? You you uh, whatever. But you don't teach people how to swim by throwing them in the fucking deep end. Like you just don't do that. Just because a few might be able to, you know, tr- tread water. Uh, or doggy paddle their way over to the edge before fucking dying. <laughs> Don't mean that's how you teach people how to swim. Um, wrestling has worked for a hundred years, and you know, and seventy years in the television era by having stars show up on TV. People that are ready to be television stars. You know who isn't ready to be a television star? Some fucking twenty-year-old in the in the in the. Or maybe in the performance center, maybe they are, but you know, yeah, you pluck them out and go, and, and you give them special treatment, or bump them up earlier, or just get, put them in certain different circumstances. You don't know, just throw all your twenty and twenty-two year olds on a show and say, "Here's a show, get you know, work out, work out your stuff." And I just think that's a bad idea.
4: And also, that's just more content that you know. Thoughts, Cam? Your thoughts are mine. I'm right there with you. I think it's, it's overkill. Like we need more WWE TV. I think they need to better utilize the TV that they have. Um, yeah, I'm right there with you, Travis. Yeah, it comes from a good
1: place, Jabron. You want these, you know, you, you go, what? They have like 300 people on the roster? You know, over three brands? and you know 75 of them are on TV regularly so you got over 200 people just and and probably 100 of those are you know super young people that aren't ready in any way shape or form to be on TV uh, you just got to work them out in different ways um, Maybe going for you know, I, I have to assume things are going to eventually get back to normal. Eventually NXT is going to start running spot shows again. And, uh, and indie shows are going to start popping up more, more than, you know, back to regular schedule and stuff. But yeah, no, no, I don't, I wouldn't do that. His second question, dark side of the ring starts a new season on Thursday My question to y'all is, if they were on ESPN or USA or even A&E, do y'all think they would have better numbers than they've been getting now? I'm not saying they're doing bad, but I feel like if they were on a channel uh, that was most likely everyone had some access to, uh, be it cable or satellite, or on an app like Hulu, do y'all think the numbers would do better, stay the same, or be even worse than what they're getting now? Uh, thanks, fellas. I'll be listening to the show. Uh, what well, what you have to understand yeah,
3: is
1: those really half a million, half a million people that show up are vice, on Viceland are top notch ratings for that channel. That's why sure. they are on season three, and every season gets more and more episodes. And it's because it's popular and with their audience, and they are thrilled to death about the you know, half a million, three quarters of a million people that show up to watch that live and then you have to think it's not about necessarily live viewers all the time and that number that you see uh, it's they're in in on demand and their app and their website and all that that people are showing up and downloading their stuff for. Yep.
2: Um
1: your dad. the sure, UFA had options or had I'm sure they had the option to to take that or uh, who else did he say, A&E or all these other top-tier name brand cable channels, I'm sure they got shopped to those places and they were like, no, no thanks. But a place like A&E is going, fuck, we, maybe we missed out on that. Well, let's do a version of that. And that's why you get the, 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 the documentary they've been doing the last few weeks.
4: No, yeah, your, your dad doesn't watch Vice. Like, it, it's really that simple. You know what I mean? Like, and when I say your dad, I mean like dads in general. They would definitely do better numbers on an ESPN where you know some sporting event was the lead in for this. Like, absolutely, the numbers would be better. Um, You know, Vice is a—I'm not even going to say it's niche, but it's a a focused content platform. Um, But it would be better, absolutely. There's there's no question in it. um, Just because you know. I bet you if you called like my parents still have cape, like traditional cape. I know they don't know where Vice is on
1: On their on their
4: lineup. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it's not, you know, they don't um they don't see the world through those eyes. Like even though it's interesting that Vice I, I bet you their demographic is like thirty to thirty five person who drinks socially, probably has less than two kids. And listens to, you know, three different genres of music consistently. You know, something like that, right? Like, um, you know, and that's not who's watching ESPN. Like, that, that's just a different audience. So, now, and also, people who watch ESPN would... Oh, go ahead, Travis. No, 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 you finish your thought. Yeah, people who watch ESPN would definitely find this interesting. But, like, the thing about Dark Side of the Ring... It's weird to say, but like Travis and I are way more interested in a Brian Pillman dark side of the ring, and Travis and I probably saw Brian Pillman wrestle less than a lot of people who would watch ESPN normally. Like I know that sounds weird how I'm saying it, but you know exactly what I mean though, right? Like we think of Brian Pillman in terms of his influence on the other people that we see now, not what Brian Pillman was doing necessarily, you know, at this match at the sportatorium or whatever. And I know he didn't wrestle at the sportatorium, but still. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's, it's what dark side of the ring is. It's not for people who necessarily saw, uh, was live in that building. It's for people who have been hearing about the legend of, of that stuff that happened or know a little bit about it. So it's, it's, yeah, I think Vice is a fitting platform for it. It would do better numbers on ESPN, but I don't know if the numbers would be better relative to the number of people who watch that actual channel, just like Travis led off with.
1: Now, Jabron, you're also assuming if it was on ESPN or A&E or something, that it's the same show, that those stations would allow it to be the same show. Vice Land don't give a fuck in so many ways. They're like, you're the artist, do your art. I don't think A&E or ESPN would just give those guys almost complete carte blanche to tell the stories that they want to tell the way they want to tell it, and as raw and unfiltered as they, as they do, and dark and all that. You know, this isn't yeah.
4: – it's just not like, sure I if it Scott would be Hall, right?
1: the same show. Yeah,
4: The Scott Hall E60, even though it, it, everything that was there was believed to be the truth – you let Dark Side of the Ring do a Scott Hall documentary and it's way darker than what you're seeing. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like the, the Ric Flair 30 for 30. It's different if that's on, if that's a Dark Side of the Ring. You know, like it, it's just the way they delve into these things are different. So I, I don't think that you get the same level of art. Like, I think you know, the
1: ESPN has producers and the, and the, and the slickness and they have some wrestling fans on staff to help with the details and stuff. The folks at, at Viceland and the Dark Side of the Ring are wrestling fans through and through that do fucking media work and produce shows and stuff. They're, they're not show producers first and wrestling fans second. They're wrestling fans through and through, and they do, and they do media and production and, and shit. So I, I just think the level of what kind of questions they're asked, and and again, those ESPNs, those thirty to thirties and shit, people went nuts for that Ric Flair one. People really liked that Scott Hall one, and you know, it was emotional. And we got some. I think that was the one we found out Scott Hall killed a guy, like or at least like that was like, oh shit, now everybody knows. That's not like a wrestling only kind of thing. Uh, but but if uh, if the dark side guys were able to do an hour on Scott Hall. Yeah. It would probably, yeah, it would hit different. That's for sure. Uh Uh-huh. So, thanks, DeBron. Appreciate the email. Appreciate that stirring topic. Let's move things along and, you know what, let's just, uh, I think Craig's at work, so he might not be putting his hand up. Let's just head right to Georgia and talk to (laughs) Darrell. Oh,
2: wow. What's going on, you guys? I mean, you know, you know. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Okay, 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 okay. And
4: um, Cam, happy um, teaching appreciation. Yeah, man. Um, people like, of course, most of my friends are teachers, so they're like, what are you, we're gifting about out. not buying you shit. That's what I'm buying you. Buying you time. Well, you in the same field. You in the field. He'll be in the in the in the in the, in the
1: classrooms with chalk. The hey, they yeah,
2: right? deal with um, uh, them. They I'm, I'm the told, ch- they to the email to make a quick mm-hmm. decision. <laughs> From what I'm told, if you have to deal with the children, you part of it, and you get oh, hell yeah. yeah, 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 hell
4: yeah, yeah. yeah. Terrible ass kids, but no, man, I appreciate that. Um, and, and and likewise to you, sir, I, mean, I know you got to deal with them. Um, hey, hey, the yeah, kids, but um, yeah, I got yeah, to deal with the little it. ones.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. yeah, as rude as as rude can be, like right, um, the other day, yesterday, the what little first grader, a little young boy who I be trying to put up underneath my wing, I guess he's throwing the temper tantrum. This little, this little um, Negro um, gonna um, go in the room. <laughs> And throw throw the little pencil and paper and then start turning over desk and his little self was gonna try to pick up a chair and almost throw it. Out. I almost snatched him <laughs> and the chair up through the roof. <laughs>
3: oh man <laughs> But you not caught it in my
2: classroom. <laughs> it wasn't my classroom. It was i don't have no classroom.
0: It was somebody else's classroom.
2: classroom but they wasn't in there. They weren't in there at the time and I had walked up on him and he hear me at first. And then by the time I done snatched him up, he done uh, he done got some act right in his system because he seen my face, <laughs> and now he wanna uh, say, "Oh, I ain't I ain't do nothing." Come on, man, I got I got the chair in the other hand and you in the other one. You <laughs> might well come on. <laughs> you might well come on with me and get the walking, because um it's about to be an issue,
0: because
2: you about to have me jump out of my um uh, my natural body. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but yeah, but um yeah. Outside of wrestling, um, did anyone of y'all watch um uh, Without
4: Remorse?
1: Oh, the prime uh Michael, uh, Michael B Jordan
4: one? I ain't seen it yet. Is that a uh-huh. show
1: or a movie?
4: It's a
2: movie. It's a movie, okay. Based off a game. And it's
1: oh, like, uh, the guy. like um, Warren. Warren. He's like super, like yeah, soldier, ass
2: kicking kind of guy.
1: Wrongly he's accused the same of something. Oh. As, um, yeah, yeah, he's the,
2: he's the same in the same universe as Jack Reacher. Mm.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, I think when the trailer came out, Rich and I talked about it because he's
2: read all, or at least a bunch of those Reacher books.
1: He's
0: the yeah. one
2: that made the group the group Rainbow Six, if you ever played the game Rainbow Six.
0: Yeah. Oh. Then he okay. also
2: made Splinter Cell, because Rainbow Six goes into Splinter Cell. He the person who started all those to be able to come, to be able to go. Yeah, I never got into those because they were
4: all pretty much stealth-based. Aren't you sneaking around a ton in those? I was want to shoot somebody in their face. Yeah, more yeah. You a, don't want to run and gun. Cool it's like
1: you,
4: yeah, it's cool if
1: you got sneak missions. You got to get through certain boards, uh, certain levels with stealth. But just a
2: stealth based everything, yeah. It's the running gun. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, Wee. Rainbow Six is more strategy based. It ain't really um stealthy, but it's more strategy based. Okay. I don't have a ton of that. But, yeah, name. y'all got to check that movie out. Since y'all ain't seen it, I ain't going to say no too much. more. Okay. So, yeah, y'all got to check that out. It will action-pack. But, um, yeah, to wrestling, um, only thing, wrestling match I would want to talk about this week is um, Swerve. Swerve and Leon Ruff had a, um, had a banger.
4: Yeah, it was so good.
2: From, the Yo, that,
4: reverse, from the move, that, right? that reverse that reverse run that rough did off the apron to the floor, poison runner. I mean, I've never seen it like that. That was pretty amazing. That was so well done. Like and everybody took care of each yeah, other. Yeah, don't let me uh, take uh, get you off your knock you off your pivot here. But man, Andy Hartwell, boy, Andy Hartwell, brought it with that that handspring elbow. Yo, through a table from inside remember, the ring i was like i didn't spring, springboarding to the top
1: was like a big deal and not everybody could do it and yo, she, she just I'm, like I'm, I'm oh, there, I, I can what would you mean she just, just hopped up there and her little bit. this was, after, this, was, after, this, was after, this wasn't like 6 minutes into the match
4: This was like at the, the
1: minute mark of a fucking hardcore match that she got put through a table and slammed and all that yeah it was it was impressive. no she got, got banged
2: a off a table she didn't get put in the table, but she, no, no, no. she. She didn't get splashed through the announce table. I mean, but yes, before that, she
1: fucking uh, they tried to do. She tried to do the damn Alabama slam through the table and just didn't get close enough to the table, and it, the table broke just very m- at the bottom, not at the in the middle, like you know, you mm-hmm. wanted to. So was I was worried thing. for Indy's uh, cranium
4: uh, at that
2: next fight. But yeah, but yeah, the I guess, it ended, ended with like he tied his fucking elbow. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it looked perfect. It looked I guess insane. he got tired of people saying, "I'm um, um, saying that the other women were leading her through the match." He yeah man. that she, you
4: know, carried home. That was that was impressive.
2: <laughs> but that first that first move that swearing hit when he caught that boy running up on him with the knee and start talking shit to him. I was like, now that's something a, a, a Negro would do right there. A Negroes yeah. would do. I he would talk to him like, boy, you'll know, get your motherfucking ass up out of here, boy. Yeah. <laughs>
3: exactly what like they
2: somebody.
1: doing. Can I tell you what the
3: problem was? Capital kid
1: of, you know, Cross is out there cutting his mediocre promo. And then we get the cavalcade of everybody's interest music hits. It's like that raw trope of all the top contenders come out and talk shit to the champion or about the champion. And I turned it off. I was like, i muted and went and did something in the kitchen. Like, nah, I don't need to see this shit. Even when Finn Balor came out, I was like, nah, whatever. Yeah, just carrying Ross at the top of the division just brings the whole thing down. It's just not He's
4: worth so it. He's like, so really, okay, because he, he, don't where he, be. he, he don't know who he want to be. He regularly he don't know what he want to be. Yeah, are you a demon? Are you uh, in the Hellfire Clubs? Are you uh, Victorian royalty? Like they just doing shit. There's really no rhyme or reason to it. Yeah, you, you, that's, you, that's why I say if he knew what Triple H H joke H joke he knew what he want to be. Oh, you yeah. How would
2: how they do Triple H? with? Um, how big are the, um, the big of the titties?
4: Yeah, so Charlie's in to the nails, room with yeah. Regal. And Austin Theory is like, Wow, they are so big. Are those oh. real? And then he's like, Your nails and I'm like, Y'all did not have to recycle that. It wasn't good when Triple H did it. Mm. Like, come on. Right, and
1: now Austin Theory's the fucking like you know, a teenage, creep. like, jeweling <laughs> kid who needs
2: yeah, who's just led around by his dick. Early creep yeah, early creep. Early Creed, and
1: he the same go way back that was Swerve, you know, trying to keep Indy from from you know getting with uh,
2: what's his face
4: with Lewis.
1: Yeah, now he's yeah. yeah.
2: I hate the little stupid little stories, but I guess. Hey, but don't <laughs> swear. Look like um he he just he um like the guy from um. What's the um the black bunny and Clyde that it, or that um that movie um?
4: You like the dude that snitched in Queen and Swim? Yeah,
2: the one who snitched in Queen <laughs>
4: and
2: Slim. <laughs> Look like he took the kid, like he making his character just like like the facial expression when he come out there. Then you know he got the grill in his mouth.
4: <laughs> yeah, he's. I mean, I not said, that he oh, wasn't he cool looked- beforehand. But he's really, like, kind of developed an edge to him that I think is mm-hmm.
0: really
4: I wasn't sure how he'd do as a heel, but I think he's done, he's done a good job. Yeah, I mean,
1: putting him with Leon Ruff ended up being, like, the perfect foil for his particular brand of of, of cruiserweight heel. Uh, somebody that he can just bully and look credible, you know, pushing around. What did they, they do with Leon Ruff after this? I mean, this was a – as solid of a thrashing as you can
2: get. But also, it wasn't like he just got beat up for six I minutes. Think the Soliti- I think that match solidified him from uh, for that early push that they gave him uh, um, out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you can use him to help other people, or you can put him in the tag team division, you know, or whatever. But that division looked a little look crowded. So, um, I
4: don't know. That's that that's what they I mean, I have to goes. Decide. You know. They gotta. He's a cruiserweight. I, th- I think that you know the cruiserweight title being so hot, have him you know, get in there and challenge for that here pretty soon. I guess depending
2: on who is on. Um, I like from the, um, the second best thing the L on the third best thing on that show was um on Legato uh, Fantasma them um, talking
4: talking that shit. Yeah. Even more, um,
2: even more clean, all of a
4: sudden, so, you know, Raul and fucking DJ Z, I'm like,
1: oh, I just thought y'all were hanging out And, 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 you know, but, what's his name? Literally took a step back and they took, they took the foreground, couple of mics in hand and talked that shit. I was like, oh, I mean, it's just amazing what, what a good promo, more than having a good wrestling match because, that's what – nobody gets to this point and they can't well, – No, that's a lot. <laughs> nobody gets to this point and can't work. Um, but, yeah, good promo, man. Make you reconsider everything on the person. Good and bad. Somebody probably come out and just think spank that shit up, and you go, oh, man, I thought that guy was a prospect. And
0: whew, But, yeah,
2: yeah. Especially when you're talking about, about uh, what you're doing for your brother's. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the responsibility of a man is not what he do for himself. It's what he do for his brother. And, uh, you know, then they look, they, then they dress in um, tight. They, they look cool the part. Though.
1: Yeah. If, 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 if you can make me forget about, and I keep calling him DJZ, and it's where walking. See my eye on Yeah. If you can make me forget about the bullshit outfits he came out in and that Cruiserweight Classic and in that, what was that tournament? The last chance tournament or something they had about a year and a half ago, and they just made him look like a visually, I mean, wrestling, whatever. Yeah, but they had him come out in the in the in the bootleg Mustafa Ali uh, light up fucking mask and all, but just cheesy shit they had him doing. And now, not one promo. I forgot all about that. He's now this guy. That that guy was just that's in the past now.
2: I think they messed up MSK for a, for a while. Um, they gonna have to go ill or something to get the titles up off of. Them. <laughs> because um, them boys were looking like baby faces. Even the little small audience that they had, that were cheering them. You couldn't hide that with booze and none of that. So yeah, man. Wait, they were getting booed. Like, yeah, last. No, week.
4: they were getting cheered.
2: But well, MSK getting booed every week. That them. Yeah, so that's, that's what TV we're stuff.
4: saying. Yeah, that's what that's what he's saying. Damn, yeah, MSK. Yeah. Ooh, man. I
1: thought they were, I I thought they were kind of just whatever goofballs. But they cut the, the, when the promo they had with Kushida, and they just last week uh, uh, Kushida was like, let's make an Ms. Kushida. And, I mean, they went, they lost six man, but whatever. The promo backstage or the interview backstage, I thought was good. It was another one of those things of, oh, I need to reconsider how I think about these guys. I just thought they were a couple of goofs. And they, they are, and they, they cut a, not a goofy promo, but a lively babyface promo, and they were in their gimmick. But they were into it and bought in enough where it was like, okay, I, I, I buy into it. You I don't know if they the got like pushed. Uh, going to be feeling like
2: they getting pushed too fast, too fast, too soon. They probably mm. should um, yeah, have lost. Yeah, they should have lost to the Grizzly Young Vets. I mean, that's just.
4: <laughs> also a good match, uh, Vets. Thatcher and Champlin, I guess the next two are solid. Is Tim getting big, like more ripped? He mean, is like an an he's offer. chiseled right now, Jack. How? He is chiseled. Well, let me. Ask. You know what I think it might be though? I think he might be shaving his body hair now.
2: Yeah. Oh, he, he shaved okay. off all his body body hair because he, he had the chest hair uh, just mm. in the last match when, he, when Oh, he I guess more, that would make you look more,
1: yeah, more chiseled yeah. looking. Okay, and I think he knows it because at the one most, point in the match, he stopped and like did a double bi- a double bicep, you know, gun pose. And yeah, like, he knows the most, the most chiseled,
2: <laughs> <laughs> the most, most chiseled Ma- uh, MAGA uh, supporter, uh,
4: blue right? yeah. yeah. yep. MAGA mm-hmm. in the world. <laughs> extra muscle pop out when he uh, stands for the flag. <laughs> Standing
1: <laughs> for the flag, yeah, oh, and offset his. Uh, slow, uh, slow twitch muscle
2: fiber. Mm-mm-mm. And I heard y'all talking about um, um, Marvel putting out them amazing videos for the next um, for Phase Four.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Hey, that's gonna be tight. But um, I don't think neither one of them places um uh, made too many stars because what um when they came out with Iron Man what Tony you know what call who played Tony Stark.
4: That was re- re-invi- uh, re-invi- he was a re- he was redeemed,
2: redeemed his, exactly.
4: Yeah. I think yeah. I'd give them Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth. I think I think it was even yeah. though Chris, but Chris, even though Evans Chris, played uh, in a few movies. Chris Evans had done stuff, but like he hadn't gotten. He could go do a rom com right now and it'd make more money than it would have made with, with most other people. would you That's would, you say, I would I mean. you say Henry
2: um, Cavill
4: um, did he did some stuff? No, because I don't man. think he. Yeah, but I don't think he's done anything since, and I don't think people look at him like. I always kind of go to what women think about stuff like this. You can find a billion Chris Evans memes Henry on Campbell's the Prime internet. You are going to mm-hmm. find a hundred thousand Henry Cavills, like 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 the level of popularity. Is also, you know, it's just but I don't think his popularity that, that high before then, though, was it? I but I see. I'd give them Jason Momoa, even though Jason Momoa was on uh, was on Game of Thrones. You know, for the first season, I would uh-huh. give DC Jason Momo. I think he's a bigger deal after dealing with them. Chris when Evans
2: McCallum plays uh, play Shazam. Chris Evans, uh, is young, told, uh,
4: yeah. Great pull, but I, he was already Chuck. Like Chuck was already like a cultural thing. Um, I got you from the office, right? Yeah. No, 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 no. He's, uh, he's Chuck, and he his on show on NBC. Yeah, that's, yeah, like, uh, fucking with Steve Austin and them. Okay, gotcha. Um,
1: another show that writers strike. But yeah, but what about <laughs> Chris, the fact that Chris Evans is not even because of his politics or his social stances. Uh, black women love fucking Chris Evans.
4: Love him. And that tells me.
1: What
4: is it? It's a video of him uh, pulling the black chick in the parking garage and then uh, doing the slow jog yeah. off after you get the number. Yeah. <laughs> he did the, the slow jog after you get the number. I was like, yeah, that's, that's the man right there.
0: Yeah. So it's, and, you know, yeah, he it, want, it's, they say
2: you want to come back and play Captain America or just sure. come back to the series now after he um, said, nah, I don't want to do it no more. Oh, no, yeah, I love man. him
4: being... Steve uh, Steve Rogers, director of Shield, I would love it. Like That's put him in that same thinking, outfit yeah. they had him in in uh in Cap Two at the beginning. Like put him in that uh that Shield outfit. Yeah, make him yeah, old for sure. Make him old. And you think put a little bit of age on him so that he's not like like old old like at the end of the movie? Do you think put him you know? Yeah,
2: that was a whole different person. That sure was a whole different actor. <laughs> Yeah. Like, like, like like mm, like fifties.
4: Yeah.
1: How did they explain it? though, 50. after we saw him as like as an eighty year old? And guys got?
4: I mean Loki and that Tesseract is gonna change some shit. Not yeah. Trying, trying,
1: trying,
2: trying, trying. And, and and then they can bring the um what what was those cops' names who um um were racist in the comics? Ah man. Those almost like robo type of cops but it was all racist that um, Sam was fighting in the, um, oh, in, the, shit. in the Captain America book.
1: In, in the Sam Wilson Cap run, yeah. Yeah. The fucking robot cops that was just harassing everybody. Damn. Um, yeah, on, those man. dudes. Yo, most of yep, stopped a bullet the- shot from getting uh, robbed and the cops beat the shit out of him. <laughs> I,
2: I just stopped the robbers over there.
1: They're like, yeah, nice try. Bam, crack him upside the head. Oh shit! Yep. That wasn't good.
2: Because um,
1: yeah,
2: because he um did um he, he um you know Cap did the old man Cap Steve Rogers he um was the reason why those was ever made and was able to come out there anyway. And then mm. he was the one that told um U.S. agent to go take the shield. Then they go into the storyline that everybody, old oh, Hydra cap. You see the
1: meme? It was it was it was uh, it was New Cap or, or was U- U.S. Agent, the John Walker. He's like Lamar, and then the next the next panel is Lamar going, "Who's Lamar?" And then the third panel goes, "U.S. Agent and the and the, the Winter
2: Battlestar." Goddamn. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, but so everybody can start watching um AEW. Um, one thing I would say, I know y'all was talking about Daniel Bryan and going, mm-hmm. where will he go? Mm-hmm. I have issues. I'm starting to have issues with um this sport and how um the fans hurry up and support these old ass men to be trying to do go on this tour and live 20 years ago, stuff that they shouldn't be trying to do. When other sports that's more um, dominated by the melanin um, skin people, when they get cut from someplace, when they cut you from someplace just because they don't want to pay you, the fans say, "Yeah, they don't need to play no more. They don't need to go on no Mm -hmm. tour and uh, and finish up their career when they still when they still get capable of doing it." So. For the people who want to see, hell no, Daniel Bryan, take your ass home. You old now. The big boys don't want you <laughs> to go. Day. Go take your ass home to your family. Nope. No, I'm not for this no. support. And I feel bad because you know a lot of us million, million, skin people who follow this sport, they they they, they, they uh, follow in what they um, they um pale skinned friend um fellow um fans um go in and support when you, you shouldn't even support exactly. it. That man need to Daniel go home. Take your ass home. Practice? No. Dan in Brian, thanks, uh, Daniel
1: Bryan, thanks, Durrell. Dan Bryan and his uh, uh, whatever's going on, his contract situation now is, come on, telling Daniel Bryan to go home. That ain't, he ain't the one to make a point or to, to he's, you know, scoring points or even enough to score on. But anyway. All right. Uh, That does it for us this week. Um, We'll be by next week, same time, same channel. So free folks, your ride is over. Uh, VIP uh, members, click over, please. Uh, Rich and I will be by for another hour or so of content. Uh, We've got some good stuff to talk about, some some books to review, and we've got good email from one of our regulars. Um, So, yeah, until next week, that's Cam. I'm Trey. We out.
2: bring the war to your game. Life's a battle. Stratton, start carving your face. Smoking cool old camel just to call me a change. With a liquor and quick call, I get to a buzz. Make the pain stop, Nigga start to spread the love. Above the rest of full cool head, shoulders and chest. Give him hell on my lapel, staying dope to the chest. And you can vote me, and hopefully get deep to the dime. I'm getting ready for the tea, so soldier, wait for the sun. Cause it's a new day, a new dawn, a brand new era. And you'd be hard pressed, dog, to find a Get more oh, clever, my nigga, so See the medals on my best team hey, go medal chilling on my